Welcome to the Critical Communications and Intel Agencies podcast series, part one, on laying the foundations for 21st century mission success network modernization, hosted on Government Technology Insider. I'm your host, Matt Langan. Keeping abreast of constantly evolving geopolitical threats requires that the United States intelligence community has the best critical communications capabilities now and into the future. And in part one of this podcast series, David Surgeon, who is the Managing Director for National Security Group at Verizon, will examine the current challenges facing the IC, how today's technology can help build a future-ready network, and why building these next-generation communications networks doesn't have to distract the IC from their critical mission. And David, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Matt. Happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. Great to have you as well. Let's jump right in and talk about the challenges. So if you don't mind, can you describe the unique network challenges that the Intel community has compared to other agencies in the federal government? Sure. You know, it's interesting. There's been a transformation, I guess, for everybody in government, but especially within the intelligence community over the last, you know, 20 years or so. But even specifically over the last few years during the conflict that the United States has been engaged in, So some of that's been needed to have networks that in the past have been covering not just, you know, the continental United States, but also overseas and some of the elements that need to be supported. So those bring unique challenges where before there was a lot of focus on the domestic or the continental United States part of it, but it's expanded. So there's definitely some challenges as as we've had to look at these networks, but also being able to see how we can extend our touch And, you know, the industry looking at that as well just come alongside and partner and see how they can best support as they grow and expand because it's an ever-changing environment, right? The threat, the protection, the defense, and all those things come into play. But with this market, they have a tendency to have some uniqueness, which they uh, try not to get too far different from their compatriots over in the civilian or the DOD side of it. But it is an important network that has some challenges to it and some of those that industry can help solve and uh, support. Yeah, that's great. And speaking of the uniqueness of this community, the Intel community, you know, their networks are pretty much their most critical asset. So what are some of the challenges that Intel agencies have historically faced when it comes to their networks? Well, you know, some of the challenges, there's multiple networks, right? There's different layers, if you will, of support. There's different layers of groups and entities that support within each group. And so, The one challenge has always been has been access to information. Everybody wants to be as currently and informed as possible. The challenges you have is there are certain people that have access or an ability to see certain types of information over the network. And so trying to ensure that you're getting the community to be able to be collaborative has always been a challenge because there's been some constraints of being able to manage what information goes where, right? Because we can't give everybody all the information to everywhere because of the nature of the business, but that's not just on one network, it's on multiple ones. And then when you start putting things together and, you know, I've seen in industry and and even, you know, different various elements that it's almost like building a road, right? If you start on the outskirts of the city and you build a road into the center of the city, at some point you got to connect them. And it's not as easy as we would think as you plug and play or you connect them. And networks are similar. If you build them and you give people access, when you start bringing people to have access to those networks, do they have the ability from a technology standpoint, infrastructure, and then they also, do they have access to the data and the, and the content or the mechanism that's going across those networks? So there's definitely some challenges about that. And I think as it's gotten better over the years, it's really trying to keep up with the efficiencies of those networks because it's almost like painting a bridge. You know, you start 
from one end to the other. And when you're done, guess what? You may have to start again. So it's the same thing with keeping the networks up and manageable, especially in this community. That's great. Thanks, David. Now, with that in mind, with that context, how does the IC lay the foundation for a future-ready network today? How do they start that? Well, you know, I think it's like anything else. You come back to the baseline of where you're at from the network and what you want and looking at the outcome, the, the longer duration of what's going to be the offshoot of that network. And what I mean by that is there's very easy to get very complex on networks and very complex on just the information sharing and people involved. And I think it's important. And one of the things I think industry brings to bear is they've seen this in different forms. I think sometimes we've got to do the job of ensuring that we demystify the vernacular that's out there in the commercial enterprise world and bring it into this space in the intelligence community and vice versa, right? And leverage some of the things that are being utilized because there are people with complex networks that may not be around this environment or community that can leverage some of the successes out there. And I think if you get to the core of it, because the one thing you don't want to do is in this community is bolt on or add on you know, like it's a Lego block because it's not going to be effective or efficient and it has a diminishing return. You want to ensure that you're building a solid, strategic, long-term network that can provide the capabilities you want. And then the, one of the biggest challenges is how quickly can you bring it to market, right? The commercial sector will try to get it very quickly because that's the way their business model is doing it. But in this business model, it's bringing valuable intelligence and valuable capabilities to the consumer base, which is you know, the defense and intelligence sector in a quickly, timely fashion and using technology. So I think it's important to look at the inception of it or the really the baseline and then going out to where your outcomes and where the long-term perspective is, is so vitally important. Great. You know, overall, this sounds like a fairly large undertaking for the IC. So with that in mind, are there any ways that the IC can reduce the burden on their team when they head in this direction? Yeah, well, listen, I think the one thing, it used to be years ago where the DOD and even the intelligence community were the forefront of technology and innovation and capabilities. And that inflection point changed probably as we got into the you know late 70s and 80s and into the 90s, where industry and the way industry model works is just to bring to bear some of the technology very quickly and very efficiently. And when you start to implement it, you start looking at the next wave of innovation and technology. And I think that's one of the things where the community is challenged because we still have to go through the security and the compliance levels of our gates, if you will, to get in to be able to use the capabilities. And I think it's important for us in industry to ensure that we're putting the services, the security in this case, AI, ML, those capabilities in the beginning process of the technology today so we can bring it to the market. And it has the requirements and the security pieces. So it's vital for industry to be in alignment with their you know, business uh, units developing these products and services to ensure that they meet the capability. Because just because you put it out there in industry doesn't mean it can work in this environment. And then the other thing that's important is we in industry, and which I really like to press, is understanding the mission. We have a lot of people who have been in the intelligence community or in the DOD, and they understand the mission of the agencies and entities. And I think it's important for us to do that so we can bring it twofold. One is we understand their pain points and requirements, and we can meet them in the intelligence community. And the second point is to bring them back to our industry companies and say, hey, listen, you know, we need to incorporate this or infuse it into our technology to ensure that we have the solution and the services to be able to deliver to this community. So 
it's it's kind of a twofold mission, but I think if we're in partnership with the intelligence community and we're in partnership with our business units, I think we find success there and we can bring some capabilities quicker to bear so they can be used in the intelligence community. That's great, David. Appreciate those insights. And in many ways, you you covered off on a lot of my last question here on the podcast, but I'll ask it anyway. Is there anything more to add when it comes to how industry can assist the mission for the intel community? Yeah, Matt, good question. You know, it's interesting. I think one of the things that we're finding, and I like to talk about solutions and understanding the operational mission, but at the same time, what are some of the technologies that you can provide to come to the intelligence community with a solution. And the reason that kind of the background to that is there's a lot of technology that is moving very rapidly that is accelerating an innovation that can be incorporated. And the adversaries that the intelligence community is supporting to defend against and looking ways to overcome have used some of those capabilities. And so to ensure that you're in front of them or you're ahead of them, you need to be able to have more industry. And it's amazing the industry we have in the United States that can bring the bear to the intelligence community. And if you make the window too tight when it comes to some of the point of entry, and that may be compliance, it may be, you know, an element of security. When I talk security, it's just you have, you know, certain layers to ensure that you meet, that you can be able to, to use the technology and the networks and what will be, you know, fielded. The more you can get in in some of the industry and what we have and still maintain you know, the security that we're not, you know, opening anything to an attack internally or even externally, that you're going to bring these solutions out to the field better. And I think going back to my earlier point, when we're supporting this customer and understanding the mission, I think what you're finding is in these solution partners and bring these solutions to bear, you're going to be able to accelerate that innovation at the same time, still maintain your security, still maintain your compliance, but really put in the hands of the intelligence community members the best technology that's out there. And I think that's what we want. We want to be able to bring that technology to support this industry and support the, mar- and, uh, support the market. And by allowing the capabilities to come to market quicker and be inserted in the community, I think will be vitally important for the community to be in front of their adversaries versus chasing them. And so I um, look forward to partner with them. I think that's the thing that we continue to try to do. And I think I'd encourage anybody out there, if you're supporting this community, that you know, it's more important to be a partner than, to, hey, we're just bringing you a solution. How can we bring you a solution and partner and make you highly successful in this current environment? Awesome. Well, this concludes the Critical Communications and Intel Agencies podcast series, part one on laying the foundations for 21st century mission success, network modernization. And as you heard, David Surgeon, who is the managing director for the National Security Group at Verizon, examined the current challenges facing the IC, how today's technology can build a future-ready network, and why building these next-generation communications networks doesn't have to distract the IC from their critical mission. And David, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Matt. As always, appreciate it and uh, appreciate the discussion.